how to live effectively for free in 2021. This doesn't account for cash flow. Obviously, you need to have cash flow to be able to pay your day-to-day -day expenses. But when you look at it at the year end, including all costs and taxes, you can afford to actually live for free as far as spending. Uh, but you need the cash flow because the money will end up going into equity into a house, which you'll end up seeing. So having said that as the preclaimer or the disclaimer prior to the video, let's jump right into it. We'll talk a little bit about the concept here, which is being able to take a principal down payment, which is something that uh, not everybody can do. And I recognize that. But if you have the money and you have the ability to put down a down payment on a house, you can typically live effectively rent free. And I'll walk you through this scenario. So we're going to talk a little bit about taking out a mortgage, down payments, interest payments uh, versus equity payments on the mortgage, as well as uh, renting out an apartment because in this case in this scenario what we're going to look at is a uh, house or a semi-detached even that has a upper level and a lower level so let's jump right into it what you're going to want to do is find a house in an area in this case we're going to take as an example toronto which is known to be one of the most expensive cities in north america and has an extremely high cost of living being able to afford a house here costs you close to a million dollars depending on what exactly you're looking for sometimes significantly more and if you're looking for like condos uh, it can be less but houses the average uh, fully detached is around a million dollars and so typically what you'll want to do is you want to jump onto let's say mls we'll find a listing so one of my personal favorite tools to use is called house sigma and it works really really well across canada i personally use it in ontario and so I will typically just use the map search feature. In this case, I'm just going to zoom into downtown Toronto. Uh, let's just say in this case, I want to live, let's say in Etobicoke on the West End. Um, I can see here the price is around 750,000. So that looks uh, like something that I might be interested in. Um, let's just go to this house. So three bedrooms, three bathrooms, one car garage. It has some pretty good scores. Uh, you'll see here it's a semi-detached. That's fine. Technically in Mississauga. Um, now, I won't actually review the house in full detail like I would if I was looking at this as an investment property for the sake of time. We're looking at this purely to rent, so we'll take it as is. We'll see here um, that if we want to look at the estimated value, we can get 2800 for it. Rent comparables. So, uh, these are full houses in the same area that rent for around 2500 2800 Now, what we're really interested in is a one-bedroom. Something like this is like 1700 That's probably closer to what we can get. So if we look here, uh, what we'll notice is the value of the house, 802000 If we take a 25-year mortgage on a 2.5%, which today is actually above market, you can typically get a little bit lower than that today uh, with good credit, and you put down a down payment of 20%, your cost will be about $2,880 a month. One small thing that I'd like to note is that oftentimes people think that they can get the CMHC, the Canadian Mortgage and Home Corporation Insurance, uh, to cover them. And yes, that is a very great service that is only available on a couple caveats. One, the house has to be less than a million dollars, which makes sense. But the interesting caveat is that no bank or mortgage lender will actually loan you more than 4.5 to 5 times uh, your income. So if you have a combined income as a, as a couple, that's wonderful. 
powerful if you're a sole uh, provider then it's based off your income and that includes all income whether it's t4 uh, self-employment income additional income rental income all of it gets summed up and uh, based on that the bank will give you a mortgage so unless you make you know uh 300 or 200 thousand dollars a year the bank won't give you a loan for 800 900 thousand so if you want to buy a million dollar house and you're thinking wonderful i can just put down 10 percent and i'll get a loan for 900 thousand unfortunately that's not the case uh, so oftentimes people will think oh wow that's wonderful i'll just put down five percent ten percent uh unfortunately no only if you make uh four to five times uh, the amount of the mortgage that you need. Now, what's really cool about how Sigma is this calculator that it has, uh, you can also see here, for example, let's say I'm going to be renting out the basement for $1,700 a month. Uh, that would be my my income from just the basement portion. We can see here that my personal payment on this is fifteen seventy. Now you might be thinking to yourself, "Well, that means that I'm still paying fifteen hundred and seventy dollars out of this as out-of-pocket income." Now that's true, and this is what I mean by cash flow. You'll notice it says the word cash flow up here. However, that is not exactly right because if we look at something like RateHub.ca, another great tool. Under their mortgage calculator, put in the same number. So in this case, the house cost us 802,000. And we're gonna put down 20%, wonderful, 25 years. Let's just get the same things. We're gonna say the rate is 2.5%. As you'll notice, that's higher than what RateHub can actually recommend apparently. Uh, so our payment is 2876, 2880, close enough. So if we look at the amortization schedule, one thing to make sure is that you're selecting the right uh, scenario. So in this case, we actually wanna to go to scenario four, which is 20% down. You notice the principal paid and the interest paid have now changed. So in any given year, we're actually putting $18,755 towards the value of the house in equity. So that means in any given month, we're actually making $1,562.92 in equity payments. Effectively, you can think of this as a forced savings account. So you can't touch this money until you sell the house. Uh, however, you do have that money there. Uh, and you can think of it as money that you have as your net worth. So we come back to here and we notice the cash flow is negative 1570 and the value that I'm putting into the equity of the house is roughly the same amount, almost 1570 exactly. Now, in this scenario, we're not also accounting for utilities and some of the other costs that can be associated with owning a house. We're also not accounting for the fact that rental income gets taxed now depending on your tax bracket and the specific write-offs. You can have different experiences regarding the specific tax rate you might have, but uh, in, a, in a case where you don't have income, then you can see that you're living effectively rent-free in this house. Thank you for listening. Let me know what other topics you'd like me to cover. Uh, happy to go further into mortgages. Happy to go further into how to find good properties to rent out and invest in. And any other savings and smart money topics you'd like to cover. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this video, please uh, like this video and subscribe. Uh, it would really help me out and appreciate. And please do leave feedback so I can make these videos better in the future. Have a great rest of your year. Let's have a big 2021.